so we've got myself being John and we've got Jack with us today. And myself and Jack are both former far right members. Now, we're here today to talk about the effect, uh, or should I say, um, how we felt uh, when our family really found out what we was, what we was involved in. Um, now, I, I remember the day where my family started to really find out about my involvement. Um, for me, it was uh, not long after the Manchester Arena attack. Um, in response to the Arena attack, in response to that particular uh, ISIS attack, I started to share a whole load of far right content onto my onto my own social media timeline. So this would go out to my friends and family, um, and you know this was a lot of heavy sort of anti-Islam, anti-Muslim uh, propaganda, um, and you know it was it was really from there and my family and my friends seeing that that style of content uh, that that my that my family first found out. Um, how did how did your family start to find out, Jack? Like when was the moment your family started to really start to realize what you was involved in? Yeah, I think it was um, it was just a gradual process because I started off um, in being involved in political party politics, and then I moved across into more extreme politics. So it was really over a period of time. Uh, of course, my family were very shocked and it had a massive impact on them. Um, but yeah, it, it just took place over a space of a few years, really. Yeah, absolutely, mate. You know, very similar to yourself. You know, I, I got involved and I was involved for many, many years. Uh, before my family did uh, did actually start to find out what I was involved in, um, and you know at times I would really um, I would really hide things from my family as well. You know I would I would try to um, I, I try to you know almost protect them from what I was involved in quite a lot. Um, you know I definitely hide how involved I was. Um, they had no idea to the extent of, of what I was involved in. You know they they had no idea that I networked with a lot of other far right members and I built up this big sort of communications list of people. Um, they had no idea of the, the the scale of propaganda that I was watching and the scale of groups that I had con- connections with. Um, the honestly, they had no idea. They they just seen the tip of the iceberg. Me sharing these posts, you know. I think I think for them, they they just thought that I'd liked a couple of far right Facebook pages and social media pages. Um, I was just sharing the content, but uh, do you know in reality, you know, there was a, there was a huge amount of networking, a huge amount of connections below that. Um, that, that they had no idea about. And of course, the first demonstration that I went to, um, they had no idea about. The The only reason that I, I sort of told them that I went to a demonstration, because I, I actually lied to my family and said that I was going to football. Um, the only reason that they actually had an idea what I was involved in was because um, I got detained at the demonstration. And um, although I didn't didn't commit any crimes, there was, there was a couple of times where let's say things happened that I was in the vicinity of. Um, so I wasn't sure if I'd be guilty by association and things like that. So I actually said to, I actually said to my mum, it was, I said, listen, uh, if a copper knocks on the door and asks for me, um, don't be worried. I'll deal with it. I know exactly what I'm doing. Just leave it to me. But, you know, I'm just telling you there's a chance that the police could come knocking on the door. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's the only time they found out I was at a demonstration. Uh, did, did you ever hide anything from from your family, Jack? Was was did you know anything that you wasn't really open about and sort of just tried to hide away? Uh, not really, because it, it was it was such a public thing at the time. Um, it was very high profile, so I, I couldn't I couldn't really hide it. Um, it was very different in that respect. So, yeah, I, I think it's a very different different uh, situation there, and they they just gradually found out as things were happening. 
yeah that's that's definitely definitely very sort of interesting um you know com- compared to, to my own journey where you know everything for me was very secretive with my family um and then it sort of hit them like a tidal wave when you know everything that i was doing in the background and under the radar sort of came to the surface um so you know i'm, I'm sure it was very similar to yourself jack but with me you know when i was involved with, within the far right my family would have fairly strong opinions on what i was doing um, you know, I'd have a lot of arguments, uh, not only with, um, you, you know, uh, my immediate family, but my sort of more extended family as well. I'd always be having conflicts with them. I'd always be clashing with them. Um, and, you know, we, we regularly fell out. And, you know, because of my opinions and because of how much we was clashing, um, for a while I sort of became, you know, a bit of a, a, a bit of a black sheep within the family where, you know, I was sort of uh, pushed out a little bit, um, you know, due, due to these arguments. Um now, when obviously I was having these arguments, my family would give me their opinions. And I remember I used to get really frustrated, you know, almost like really hot under the collar about some of their opinions. Um, how, do you, how did you feel, you know, when, when um, you know, you'd hear your family's opinions on some of the topics that you was involved in? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously they'd constantly challenge it and it was hard to hear alternative views at the time. And at the time I wasn't actually able to, um, you know, have those conversations. I totally shut down. Um, so, you know, it would be hard coming up to a challenge with your own family and having to back down respectfully because you didn't want to upset them. Um, and I, I did find it very challenging, but I think seeing them, um, them being able to see me leave and put my life on a straight trajectory um, was very rewarding. So I know it came good for them in the end, uh, but certainly during that time, it was incredibly challenging. Yeah, absolutely, mate. You know, that, that feeling when we did, of course, leave and, you know, you um, you got to see, you know, the pride in your family's face and, you know, the pride is you continue to show that you're a better person. Uh, you know, of course, that, that's one of the most rewarding aspects. But, um, you, you know, I did, I did pick up on something very interesting that you said there where, you know, you mentioned uh, that you wouldn't like to see your family upset. So you sort of just backed down and you, you didn't really argue too much. Um, you know, I'm not sure about yourself, but you know, when I was involved in the far right, a lot, a lot of the reason why I was involved was because I thought I was protecting my family. You know, I thought I was getting involved in these movements um, to protect my family from, you know, essentially, I know this sounds really daft when we're out there listening, but I thought I was protecting my family from an invasion, you know, um, when, when you're involved yeah. in the far right, they, they sort of, I'm not sure about your side of things, but from, you know, the, the far right side of things that I was involved in, uh, you know, they would say things like, you know, in, in uh, 1945, you know, um, millions of our, of our, you know, family members, you know, mil- millions of Brits uh, and, and the coalition forces uh, died fighting the Nazi invasion. Um, and, you know, you know, what we're facing now is a different type of invasion. You know, we're, we're facing the invasion um, you know, people crossing the channel in, in, in you know, the rafts and people uh, coming to the UK illegally. Um, and, you know, that's what they'd often refer to immigration as. They'd refer to immigration as invasion. Uh, and, you know, they say some horrible things about refugees as well. And, uh, you know, at the time I thought I was, um, you know, again, it's so, it's a little bit cringy of a honest of you to say, but, you know, they used to refer to a lot of us as street soldiers. You know, they used to say we're street soldiers, we're, we're you know, uh, awakening in the country to, to the issue and uh, as, as daft as that might sound now and you know as, as daft as I sound saying it now uh, that's how I felt at the time you know I felt like I was protecting my family I was protecting future generations uh, and eventually everyone would sort of um, jump on the bandwagon with me and you know I can recognize in hindsight how wrong I was but um, 
you know, uh, when you was involved in the far right, did you feel like you was, you know, almost like a protection force for your family or did you feel like you was protecting your family in any way, Jack? Yeah, there's de- definitely a sense of that. I can certainly resonate with uh, everything that you've said. Um, I feel that, um, there were, you, you know, all the way throughout, really, there were, there were, you, you feel that you're fighting a, a greater war almost. You feel as if you're like a soldier, an ideological soldier, um, in this struggle that's constantly against you and that you have to do something obviously for your family but also um, for society but then when you obviously leave and you realize that all of that was was totally wrong um, if you, you feel very silly in that moment and actually the best thing you can do for your family is, is leaving those groups um, you know and exposing this kind of extremism yeah absolutely mate you know you, you do you do feel daft don't you you know when you when you start to come away and you start to think back at some of the things that he's involved in. You just do, you do feel, I don't know how to explain it. It's just this, this real sense of, oh, you sort of fate, you want to bury your head in the sand and be like, oh, did I actually believe in that? Did I actually sort of think that? Um, and like you say, you, you just do feel proper daft. Like there's, there's no other word, word to, to, to describe it, but in the moment you are so invested that you just, you can't see how, how, you know, silly some of your opinions are at times. Um, so, do you know if you're out there and involved in the far right and you listen to what myself and Jack have been talking about and you can relate, or maybe do you know um, you're the mother or do you know you're you, you related to somebody involved in the far right and you want to get some help for them, please reach out to Exit UK. Uh, at Exit UK, there's no judgment, just support. Do you know we've built up a former far right members like myself and Jack. Uh, we've got some fantastic trained counsellors on our team. We've also got parents of those who are loved one involved in the far right. So, if you would like any help, um, you know, coming out of the far right yourself, I'll get you some help. Uh, to assist a family member outside of the far right, reach out to Exit UK, and you can do that by giving us a call on 0800 999 1945, by reaching out on social media, or by dropping us an email. And as always, with Exit UK, it's no judgment, just support.